So, we, uh, we said last night, we're veering off the path onto a major tangent. But like every time you start slow, like, you know, there's a fork in the road, it starts slow. So, we're going to trace our steps so we know how we got where we're going to get to. So, the parak started off with making a bracha on a nace that happened to Klal Yisrael. We've discussed a brach on a nace that happens to an individual. We then discussed birchas which is a person being saved from a matziv, and that was our ba tsrichin lahidis. It started a list. Four people need to say thanks in the form of birchas So we handled birchas agaimel. A birchas was a sugya of a list of four. The Gemara now is going to go on a major tangent of lists. Three people as I, four people as I, five people as I, ten people as I, six people as I. That is the theme of the next five blot lists. Now, one of the items on one of the lists will be dreams, which will be a three blot tangent on itself. But the tangent we're on now is lists. And and the lists we're, we're discussing now really are related one to another. And we are up to the third list. It's three lines from the bottom of the page, Nundalad Amid Beis. V'omer b'yehuda three kinds of people, shloyshe dvarim, three things, sorry. Hamarich bahen, a person that spends a long time doing them, we will make his years and days long. This is not the first time we had this Gemara Brachas. In fact, this is the third time. First time we had it by Tefillah, which we're going to repeat here. The other time we had it, if you're Marach in Amen, which we're not going to have here, Marshal's Kasha. Marshal says it's part of Tefillah. Listen, what's Pasha to you? I mean, listen, I know you were in Cleveland for the weekend, which is no one to increase IQ. But, but, no, it increased the condition. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So, so and what's poshit, what's poshit to you, what's poshit to you, was a shadow to the Marsha. Stop making me laugh. Says the Gemara. Vomer viewed, Shalaisha Dvaram Hamarachman, if a person goes long in them, Number one, person that davens for a long time. We're going to talk about each one. Number two, a person that goes long by the suda. It's nice, long sudas. Now, we have to see what exactly is so special about that. You know, I know a lot of people that do that. And somebody that spends a lot of time in the bathroom. Let's knock them off one by one and discuss them as we go. Is going long in tefillah a good thing? Anyone that davens for a long time. Now, here's the two words that are problematic. And in fact, they are the answer. And in fact, what was the Gemara's kasha is somewhat schwer. And looks into it with expectations. You know, Rav Shemshin Pinkus has in his sefer, 
it's natural for all of us, but you know, like we all do it, but it's embarrassing. If we put in a good shmanasra, you know, sometimes we, we um, I don't know, I can't speak for you, but sometimes I don't have like the best shmanasra. So yeah, when you, when you, when you have a shmanasra, so it happens a lot by Mincha Marv. How can you dive in two shmanasras with Kavona within 10 seconds of each other? So, so you put in a Shavach shmanasra, you don't expect such answers so quickly. But Amol, Amol, your mom is on your game, you're in the zone. The Langa Shmanesre, Mamish with Kavona, the Ovis, and, and you have like you have specific needs in mind in each bro. You Mamish have a prepared Shmanesre. You know, God, come on. I, I, I did mine. Now it's time for you to do yours. It, it's only natural. We all do it. And Shem Shem Pingas talks about it. That's what the Gemara here is saying is not so good. The Gemara says, if you daven along Shmanesri, Uma'ayin, but because of that you have expectations. Come on, Rabbi Shalom, I daven good. Uma'ayin, but you look into it with expectations, Seif Bali Dei Kavlev. You're going to end up with heartache. Shenemra, like it says in Pasik, Teicheles Mamushcha, an elongated prayer. A Teicheles is, is a prayer. Mamushcha is elongated, like Meshach. Machalalev, causes pain in the heart. So that's our kasha. You're telling me long tefillah is good. We see here long tefillah is bad. Now, the answer was, was in there, long tefillah plus expectation is bad. But this brings up another topic. Three items bring up a person's sins. Now, what does that mean? We were discussing last night for a while. If, a, if you think Karsh Baruch Hu just is like, eh, don't worry about it, it's a big mistake. So what does it mean that a Karsh Baruch Hu men- remembers your sins? Isn't this true with everybody? The answer is, the answer is, is we know there's two ways to buy stuff. Retail and wholesale. When you buy something wholesale, you pay for each item. Albert, you definitely get a better price. And you don't inspect each item. When you buy a crate of bananas, you can't inspect each banana. When you buy a shipment of suits, you can't inspect each suit. There's a loose thread here. There's a, you know, the button's off over here. And instead of being able to inspect each item individually, you get a discount. That's what we call paying wholesale. When you buy retail... So it's one item, you're paying full fare. So you mamish inspect it. You pick up the apple and you check it out and you, you see a bump on it, you put it back on the, on the shelf. You see a nick on it, you put it back on the shelf. You take a suit to stickle off the color, you put it back on the... When something is bought retail, it goes through a much more thorough inspection. There's two ways that we could pass in front of the Rebbein <coughs> Wholesale and retail. The more that we go wholesale, that we're judged as part of a group, as we're part of a large group, the better we are. Because as a whole, we're good people. You may have your chasarn, he may have his chasarn, I may have my chasarn, but as a group, we're amazing. What we all daven, we all learn, we all do chesed. So as a group, I would love to be judged together with you. Our goal in life is to avoid HaKadosh Baruch Hu doing a retail inspection on you under the microscope. Because when any of us are under the microscope, 
it doesn't look good. You know that like kind of mirror for makeup that's like uh, like super huge, like the one on the back of the real mirror. Like you don't want to ever look at yourself in that thing. No one looks good under a microscope. So that that's what's going on here. There's certain times of the year and of our life you can't avoid being judged individually. That's what it means. Everyone is over the fun of kivne mara, single file. When things pass single file, they get a retail inspection. So Rosh Hashanah, it's a very scary time because you get judged individually. Retail. Which is why the G'dayim, like Rabbi Kivager, insisted on not getting an aliyah on Rosh Hashanah. And Rechaim Shemulevitz was mocked, but not to get an aliyah on Rosh Hashanah. Don't mention my name. I don't want to be called out. I don't want to be singled out. Just keep me in the group. Keep me in the group. You know the famous story with the guy in the test? When he, Listen, there's plenty of precedent for that. There's plenty of precedent for that. You know, maybe the schuss outweighs being called. But, you know, to each their own. To each, and listen, my rabbeim get aliyahs in Rosh Hashanah. My reshiva gets aliyahs in Rosh Hashanah. In fact, if I would, you know, have to rank this, I would be like number 700 on the list to get an aliyah. There are that many people that aren't Machbun or Machim Shemuevitz ahead of me. So, you know, like, the, you know, the other one's not Machbun. But you want to avoid being looked at individually. Well, says the Gemara, three items cause you to be inspected individually. Ve'luhein. Shloisha dvarm. Three things. Maskira naveinoiso shalat. Ve'luhein. Kira natoi. A bent wall. Which means there's this wall that's bending. It's about to fall. And everyone is scared to walk there. Except for Yenna guy. That guy's like, oh, walk there, watch this. So Karsh Baruch says, oh, oh, you're, you're so seimach on your schlussen. Let me take a have a look at you and see where you're holding. So kir nate means bungee jumping. It means doing something particularly dangerous that you're basically taunting. You're pointing swords at windmills. You're taunting the Rebbe Hashem. Says the Rebbe let me let me check you out. Number two, Meister Din, sorry, number two, Iyun Tfila. You have expectations from your davening. But by but when when there's whenever Moshe says only when everyone does it. You're right. If the Gansavelt is a bunch of psayim, then you're hundred percent right, you're in good company. But if you're that guy, everyone else is scared to walk on the wall, they cross the street. You're that guy, you walk under the wall, so Akash Baruch says, Oh, you, you think you're much more special than everyone else. Ion Tfila is the guy who has expectations from his Tfila, as in, okay, God, you owe me. Hashem says, Okay. Okay, you're telling me, I owe you, let, let me see, maybe, uh, maybe you're talking special, let me give an inspection, mm, not what you want. And finally, if you tattle on your friend to heaven, it sounds nasty and petty and babyish, but Lamaisa, how many times have we had the following thought in our head? Dang guy is a shmeiger. I know, I know how he handles at work. I know he handles at home. I know what kind of guy he is. And the guy is Rizig Matzliach. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. You start talking like that, HaKadosh Baruch says, Oh, Mr. Mashkiach here. Let me see your record. 
You're, 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 you're so quick. You're, you're very quick. You know, everyone, I have a PhD in other people's problems. Everyone knows other people's problems. Kodesh Baruch says, oh, let me take a little look at you. The bottom line is these three things cause a Kodesh Baruch to inspect you individually. One of them is looking into tefillah. Answers the Gemara, the answer that we know, like Kasha, There is nothing wrong with davening a long answer. In fact, like we said, it's one of the three things that gives you a long life. Just, if you have expectations, that's what this Gemara is talking about. So what should you do? What should you do if you shouldn't have expectations? Says the Mar, the Mafshi Just have a lot of davening. Mafshi means a lot, Rachmi means daven. Just beg for Rachmanis a lot. Don't, you just do yours. You just do yours. My grandmother used to always say, like in Yiddish, she used to always say, like, you know, Shem does what he does, no Titus. You know, like, like that was like, like an old lady Yiddish thing to say. That is number one. Number two, Marachal Shulchanai. You have a long table. You have a long meal. So, so our Gemara here says one of the reasons why that is chashev. You see, in those days, we had another Gemara in Brachas before that taught us this. Cash was not as valuable as it is today. Which means nowadays, a guy knocks on your door, he doesn't want a piece of chicken. I, I've had guys that, I offer them food whenever they come in. So you want something to eat or drink? I once had this guy, like, sat down at the supper table, had schnitzel, the whole thing. <laughs> like, um, so nowadays, the guy would much rather a $20 bill. I'll just see you later. In those days, like, what are you going to do with a $20 bill? The guy's literally starving. There's no stores open. It's like Baltimore. There's no stores open after 7 o'clock at night. The guy's starving. And what's a $20 bill going to do for me? I push and I haven't put food in my stomach since Shabbos afternoon. What's a $20 bill going to do for me? So in those days, tzedakah was inviting a person to your meal. Now, the longer your meal is, the more people you're going to help. If you eat supper from 7.05 to 7.12 every night, there's not that many people that are going to hit the jackpot. If your supper lasts from 5 p.m. till 10 p.m., like Denny's Buffet, then, then you can help a lot of people at supper. So Amarach B'Shochanai, according to this Gemara, is equal to a big balt staka. So what it's saying is, you're Amarach and you're Shochan, you're a big balt staka. Says, says the Gemara, V'Amarach HaShochanai, Dilma Asya Anya, maybe a poor person will come, V'yoyevle, and give him. Dixiv, like it's written, HaMizbeach Eitz Sholosh, the, the Pasuk in Yechaskel, and the famous, famous, famous Parak Mamalaf, that we had a few weeks ago in Haftarah. The Parak Mamalaf describes the third base Hamigdash, and here Yechezkel Anavi is discussing the dimensions of the Mizbeach. Is eight, made out of wood, Sholesh Amos Goiva, is three Amos High, Viksiv. And then the next Pasig, This is the Shulchan. What? You started describing the dimensions of the Mizbech, and they say, this is the Shulchan. Pasach b'mizbech, v'sayim b'shulchan, yes. Rabbi Yochan and Rabbi Laz, Adami Tervayu, calls man, she b'shamikdash kayim, so long as the b'shamikdash was around, mizbech b'chapra Yisrael. The mizbech was their ikr tool for kapara. V'achshav, nowadays, shulchanu shulodam b'chapra alav, a person's table is b'chapra. Our Gemara, as does Rashi say, says it's al-tztaka. 
tzedakah. And the longer your meal, the longer tzedakah you give. And, and that is the Indian of Mizbeach, that the tables of Mizbeach. But it goes deeper. First of all, there's a Rabbeinu Bechai in, in the, in the parshias of the Mishkan and Shemais, Parachav Hei. The Rabbeinu Bechai says the Hasidei Tsarfas, which has nothing to do with the Hasidei Ungarin or Pailan or Galicia. The Hasidei Ashkenaz, the Hasidei Tsarfas, they all got buried in their dining room table. They would use their dining room table. When they died, they would, you know, fashion it into an arm. What's the message? To tell you that you cannot take anything from this world. When you die, you're done. The only thing you could take from this world is what you were good to others. And therefore, they, so to speak, used the table as evidence of how they were good to others. And that's what it means. A marach ha-shulchanai is marichan le-yam of which, Quintar ben he cites this Gemara, sounds like it means elam haba. That being said, there's a Mesilis Yisharim in the end of Mesilis Yisharim where very few of us get to very often. Mesilis Yisharim in Parak Chavav says that who is a Kaddish, right? So Mesilis Yisharim goes through the Midas, they go through all the, um, goes through all the Midas, Zerizas, 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 Zerizas. And until he gets to Kedusha, which is right before Ruach HaKadosh. What is a Kaddish? Udavak Tamid when a person is a Kaddish, he is capable of synthesizing Gashmis into his life, which is what a Mishkan and a Mizbeach and a Beis HaMikdash does. The best thing that could happen to a cow or a sheep is to be brought on the Mizbeach it's close to the Shechina. Because it makes it to the Shechina. Which means, Mr. Yisharm says another Pshat in this Gemara, that your Shulchan being a Mizbeach is not merely, is not merely a function of Tztaka. What it is, it's an exhibit of Kedusha. Because your table is where Gashmias happens. And to the degree that you can infuse your Gashmias with meaning, you can infuse your Gashmias with some Kedusha, that, to that degree, it will enhance your life. So there's these two Pshatim. I was trying to think today how to put the two Pshatim together. I don't have anything that intelligent to say. But Dervalu, let's leave it as two Pshatim in in. And finally, asks the Gemara, really? Is that a benefit? Is that a good thing? Ten things. Maybe in Esa Adamli De Tachtoini is cause a person to get hemorrhoids. Number one, if you eat the leaves of reeds, you know, so there's reeds that grow. If you eat those leaves, they're bad on the body, cause hemorrhoids. Ali gefanim, grape leaves. Lulve gefanim, grape shoots. Myrige behema. Look in Rashi. Myrige behema. So myrige behema is the, the last wide line on top of Rashi. Kolbasr she behema, she'ene cholak. 
Mariga behavior means any part of the animal that's not smooth. It's like a rake. That's not smooth. If you eat the rough parts of the animal, it's not good for you. What are some examples? Different parts of the animal that are not smooth. And one of them is the lashon, the tongue. So it seemed from this Gemara that eating tongue is a nasty zach. Easy. Hmm. Well, your mo- your mother messed up, man. <laughs> um, we'll get we'll get to the part of the tongue in a minute. We'll get there in a minute. So so a lot of mafarshim asked the marsha asked. I don't understand. We talk about Avram Avinu in in the greatest act of Gemilas Hasadim. What did Avram Avinu did? He served the malachim who didn't were malachim. Loshen im chardel. Tongue with mustard. So one would think in the most laudable episode of Gemilas Hasadim in the Torah that one would serve their guest food that will not cause them stomach issues later on. And here we have Rashi saying, here we have Rashi saying that Loshen is Meirigebein, which is Kashver Tachtainius. So so the, Mar- so the Marsha answers, if you look in Rashi and Shabbos on the same Gemara, Rashi says the only part of the tongue that causes problems, which is the rough part of the tongue, is the, is the outer layer of the tongue, which has all those taste buds on it. But I don't want to get gross. You ever watch your wife or your mother making um, uh, sweet and sour tongue? She has to peel the tongue off. So the Marsha answers, that's the answer. Now, it sounds like we're getting like pretty... like. With the, thing. the problem with this Teretz of the Marsha is the Rishayim say in Chumash, I saw um, David Yol Weiss asks him a Gadam Chadashim, is if you look in Chumash, why did Avram Avinu serve, serve tongue? Because it's the, it doesn't need hefshit. You don't need to peel the skin off. It's the quickest animal part of the animal you could access. Let's say you want a rib steak, it would take you longer because you would have to peel off the skin so, so the Mepharshim say that's why Avram Avinu opted for tongue because it was the quickest to serve. But if you have to peel off the outside of the tongue, then what do you find in from tongue, not rib steak? So the Marsha's tarots is shver from there. Do you know like tarots? The Rishash, I've watched them do hefshit in the Shlachtais. It's much quicker than your wife peeling that stuff off the tongue. The Rishash answers, a beautiful answer, which 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 answers for me like a little problem I've had for many years. The Rishash says, the Gemara and Shabbos says, that if the tongue is salted, it doesn't cause any problems. That's why he gave the chardel. I always wondered, I always wondered, what's happens with the chardel? Like, lotion im chardel. Some people like mustard, some people don't. I, I never had it on dung. Why chardel? Like your shash, it's gorgeous that Avram Avinu gave them tongue. Oh, but what are you going to do with the health issues of tongue? You got to salt it. Avram Avinu didn't have sufficient sauce. He gave him chardel. And that's why it's lashinim chardel. That's the Rishash's, that's the Rishash's tarots. Anyway, it continues the Gemara. We're in the middle of a list of things that give you tachtoinus. Vishidre shall dog. If you eat the spine of a fish, 
Vidag Malich, or you eat a salted fish in a bushel called Sarche that has not been properly cooked. If you drink the sediments of wine, seagulls unfiltered. And a person who uses to clean himself in the bathroom, plaster. Not a good idea. Ubacharsis, broken shards of pottery. Or, or you reuse a pebble that your friend used to clean himself. If you reuse it, you're going to get tachtonis. So those are 10 items that give you tachtonis. We don't have our kasha yet. Some say, you know what else causes tachtonis? A person who hangs in the bathroom more than necessary. What do you mean hanging in the bathroom? Back in the day, before they had toilets, so you know in the New York subway, they have those like strap hangers that you could hang on? So they used to have in the bathroom, they would have a pole on top. And if you needed to crouch, you would like hang yourself on one of those things. You would hold on to one of those things to, in order to crouch. So if you hang yourself in the bathroom too long, that causes hemorrhoids you see being in the bathroom is not a good idea. But it says, like Kasha, you're confusing two issues. I said being in the bathroom a long time, you, you brought in hanging. Hanging puts a lot of pressure on your system, it's not good. Like Kasha, this is when you, where you're in the bathroom for a long time and you're hanging. This is when you're in the bathroom for a long time and you're not hanging. All I said was good is to be in the bathroom for a long time. And what is the goodness of it? What is the benefit of it? We know nowadays, they're just finding this out. That the, the faster a person can relieve himself, the faster he rids his body of toxins. And it's a good zach. And it's taka true. Like this Roman matron once said to Rehudabreloi, she saw him and he mamish looked amazing in health. His face was glowing. He looked like so healthy. So she determined that the only way a guy could get a healthy look is because the guy doesn't have to work very much at all. He gets tons of money, that trust fund baby. He gets tons of money without working hard. And he can work on his tan and in the gym all day. And that's why he looks so healthy. So she said, like, listen, I don't know what you do for a living. But what you do for a living is extremely lucrative and not very hard working. In English, we call it orthodontist. But she said, she said, Panecha daimim. Your face is like you raise pigs. Why is raising pigs so lucrative? Because they have a ton of babies and they eat garbage. So it's like a mamash, you know, it's better than Rubashkin has in, in Chile. The, 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 you, you don't have to feed them anything and they eat garbage and they make a, a ton of new pigs. So it's a very lucrative business. Or Lamalve Baribis, loan shark. You loan $100, you get back $120. You loan $120, you get back $160. You loan $160, you get back $320, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You haven't worked. It's not the you made a pair of shoes and you sweated for making a pair of shoes. You, you, you arranged an interest loan and you made money. So you must do one of these two professions that requires no work and it's very lucrative. So she said, Allah, he told her, trust me. Both those professions are also for me. You know what's my secret to such good health? There are 24 bathrooms between my host, my inn, and the Bismedrash. 
as I go to the Bismarck, I check myself by each by each uh, Clara Barton, by each one, and I see, do I have to go to the bathroom? And if I have to go to the bathroom, I immediately go. And therefore, I'm Amish very healthy, like we see. Okay. Uh, Yaakov, five more minutes? Please. Says the Gemara. Another list. Again, what's the, what's the Pshama? Oh, so this, this, I don't see any... I don't see any. Read the newspaper a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't see any. Um, <laughs> I don't see any. I don't know any Musser here. Um, yeah, you are in my sheer in ninth grade.